You are now listening to Today with Jared Jennings. Hey guys, Jared James here, and welcome to episode 23 of Today with Jared James. As always, guys, make sure if you enjoy this that you subscribe, leave a comment, leave an actual review, five-star review, and a written, and share it with someone that you think would benefit from it. Um, Today, I want to talk about something that is paramount within many industries, but especially the real estate industry, which is how to overcome Facebook's new targeting rules. I have gotten a ton of messages from so many people, maybe even yourself if you're listening right now, about what Facebook has come out with with their new targeting rules and really their targeting limitations. And what I can assure you is that, first off, uh, I'm going to go over what those are. They don't take effect until towards the end of the year. But I also want you to keep in mind that a lot of people are saying, all right, great, stop advertising on Facebook and we'll go to Google or we'll go to Yelp or we'll go to you know, Bing or we'll go to one of these places. Please understand that if Facebook's doing it, this means that everybody else is going to do it as well. Uh, if you don't think that the rest of the Internet is going to follow suit, uh, then you probably just haven't been paying attention to how the Internet works. Okay, So that is going to happen. Um, but when we talk about this, this is new to some of you. Some of you are already familiar with this. Um, but basically it comes from the idea uh, that in real estate we have a Fair Housing Act. And before I really go into this, I want to make sure that everyone knows that I personally, I get it from the perspective of Facebook's covering themselves. They're, you know, uh, I also feel like this has everything to do with the current climate that we live in where everything is offensive, nothing is funny, everything, you know, I, I almost feel like Facebook is now being uh, run by a couple of college professors where everything is just offensive and everything, you know, the idea that in marketing in a 2019 age where we're eliminating the ability to target based on gender, to target based on location, to target based on age, those sound great because you you know you say to yourself, well, yeah, you you shouldn't be able to target uh, uh, and 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 keep lower income places out of. But guys, it's just marketing. Like the idea that I'm a men's magazine and I can't target men is utterly absurd. The idea that I'm a um, a video game that is for young children and I can't target younger people is utterly absurd. Like the idea that. Um, Victoria's Secret has to target everyone. Uh, the idea, I mean, it's just absurd. That's just marketing, guys. Like, that, that's how it works, right? Like, like um, Netflix is going to target a certain demographic. Real estate people target a certain demographic. Like I said, a men's magazine targets a certain demographic, right? That's just marketing. That's not discrimination in the way that they mean it. Uh, it's discrimination in the sense that these are the people who buy these things, right? I'm not generally going to market uh, lawn seed and lawn care stuff to renters because, generally speaking, people uh, take care of their lawn better when they own a home. And so that's just a wise use of my marketing dollars, okay? But regardless of how we feel about that, regardless of whether you agree or disagree with me, it doesn't matter. It is what it is, right? And so Facebook is now changing the way that you're able to target where you can't use things like job titles. You can't use things 
uh, like age. You can't use things. Um, you know, like the, the big one is, you know, there's obviously income and those kinds of things. But the biggest one that applies to so many people, especially the real estate people that listen to me, is location. Uh, you can still target by city, but cities can be large. I mean, if you're working Atlanta, you know, that's a large market. You don't necessarily cover all of Atlanta. And so you go, great, I'll do zip codes. Well, now they put a rule in that if you target by zip code, it's going to go within a 15-mile radius. And if you know your area, you know that a 15-mile radius of a zip code, one end of that 15 miles is way different than the other end. And generally, they're not the markets that real estate people cover. You know, if you were to put if you were to put in the zip code that I'm sitting in right now, and I were to target an ad to this zip code, and it went a 15 mile radius, and I was selling real estate, that would mean that I was now going to cover from Westport up to Wallingford. And I promise you that most people, most real estate agents, do not cover Westport to Wallingford. And if they know Wallingford really well, they don't know Westport really well. Like, that, that is not their target market area. So it's not even not great for them. It's really not great for the consumer that responds to them because they're probably going to take the lead and try to work it when they're probably not the best option in that marketplace, okay? Now, regardless, though, and this is an important point, regardless of whether we agree with it, regardless of how we feel about it, it's now the new norm, and it's going to become the norm for everything on the, on the Internet, And this is where you're going to really see the difference between a great marketer and just a great Facebook ads person, okay? Being a great marketer is a lot different than being a great Facebook ads person. It's it's the difference between having an actual skill and, and, and just something being a commodity. It's the difference when you see people go on Shark Tank and you'll hear one of the sharks go, you know, I'm not really going to invest in that. That's a product, not a business. That's the difference right there, okay? Many times people are going on there with a product, and they're going, you know, any business could replicate that product, and you're out of business. And so I don't see that. Whereas they like to invest in full-fledged businesses where they're competing with other businesses. They can't be knocked out of business simply by somebody uh, creating that product and adding it onto their line. It's the same exact thing. Are you a great marketer, or were you simply getting good at the step-by-step of Facebook ads or Instagram ads or you know anything like that. And what should make all of us feel really good is that we're all now dealing with the same problem. And I'm going to go over solutions for this, guys, just so you know. But we're all now dealing with the same problem. It's, it's, a, it's a level playing field, okay? What a lot of you have also seen in the last year, even before these new rules came out, is that a lot of your ads were approved, and then 43 minutes later, they were not approved, right after they were approved. And you're, what's going on here? I mean, I don't have more than 20% text in the ad. I don't have any of the... They were literally not approving ads for reasons that had nothing to do why an ad should be approved or not be approved. This is why I said it's like Facebook is now being run by a couple of college professors. Because they would go in there and they'd see, oh, you have a pick with two white people of similar age. That's discrimination. They would go in there and they'd see that you wrote something like great neighborhood. And they'd go, well, what's a great neighborhood? What does that mean? That if these people were there, it wouldn't be a great neighborhood? You think it's a – and they were taking these kind of statements and these kind of pictures and these kinds of things. And literally a lot of you were left dumbfounded where you're going, why was my ad not approved? And then you go and you try to write to Facebook. You get no response. You message me. You post in our group. You do these things. And you're like, what is going on here? And there's nothing wrong with the ad. It's just that we have become – an oversensitive society, period. Like, we've just become an oversensitive society. 
And so the real question is, do we pick up our ball and go home? Do we pout? I think you know that's not where I'm going to go. I think you know that I'm not where I am now and you're not where you are now, that you're willing to even listen to a podcast like this, uh, because that's not our mentality. We don't pick up our ball and go home every time something gets difficult. When something gets difficult, we look at that and we go, great, that's difficult for everyone. And so if it's difficult for everyone, I'm now going to win. Okay, because I'm going to figure out how to solve that difficulty. Right. We used to tell people when they were trying to list houses and there was Internet leads coming in and they were getting very little information. It was very difficult to get a hold of that seller. We used to say, great, celebrate that, because the more difficult they are to reach, the more difficult they are to contact, the easier they are to list. Like that's got to be our mentality. And that has to be our mentality right now, too. So what should you do? There's a couple things you can do to get around this. The targeting is never going to be the same as it was. But number one, you can start using your custom audiences. You know, your custom audiences are the upload of those lists that come directly from your database, right? Whether that's your database in your CRM, whether that's database from your Google contacts, whether it's your database from Outlook, your database from wherever it is. Most of you have a database that you can just go into Google, say, how do I create a custom audience in Facebook? It'll show you step by step. But you export that list out of your database, you import it into uh, Facebook, create a custom audience, and it'll search by their phone number, by their email in Facebook uh, to find that custom audience that already has context with you. That's a great way to do it. The second way to do it is that we can also be contacting people or we can be putting ads and promoting in front of people uh, based on people that have engaged with your previous ads or your page, right? So between now and the end of the year, we need to be doing everything possible to be creating more engagement on our page and with our ads so that we have a larger audience to ultimately uh, choose from, okay? So be creating, between now and the end of the year, be looking at it and saying, hey, uh, you know, I want to I want to create more engaging ads. Now, how do you do that? The way you do that is you do it by the third way, which is to mix it up and do brand marketing, not just direct call to action, okay? Across most industries, what you'll notice is that we do almost all direct call-to-action marketing and not as much brand marketing. And yet, when you watch the, the commercials you watch on, uh, on TV or online or a lot of those kinds of things from the major brands, most of their ads are brand because they understand the power of brand. This is why, by the way, guys, at our advance in October in Nashville, um, I'm going to do a heavy, heavy uh, training um, and, and focus on brand building, because brand building is what matters. Brand is what allows you to go into whatever you want to go into. The reason why I can have one of the largest coaching and training companies in North America uh, and then also start a marketing company and then also do the other things I do is because I've built brand, not just a specific cog in the wheel. Like, I've built a brand, okay? And so we need to be much more intentional now before the end of the year in doing a lot more brand marketing that creates engagement with our, with our ads and with our pages so that we can ultimately then retarget those people after when a lot of the targeting goes away, okay? So if you look at what I do, guys, look at this right now, this podcast. This is brand. I'm giving you value. There's no direct call to action. There's no, like, it, like this is brand, brand building, content, teaching, learning, educating, brand, okay? And so you've got to look at, look at our JJTSs, our Jared James Today shows on YouTube. Those are brand, guys. Those are literally just out there to educate you, to get more of you to follow me, to get the eyeballs, to build my brand, to do with no direct call to action. 
There's no, you can finish watching this video if you join coaching. There's no, you can finish listening to this podcast if you come to the advance in Nashville or if you, you know, join our CRM. It's brand. I'm creating engagement, right? And that engagement ultimately allows us to re-engage with you. So a lot of you need to rethink, especially before the end of the year, your ads and the promoted posts you're doing and make sure they're not all just direct call to action. Are you shooting videos that are how-tos to, to inform the market and then promoting those to your, to your area? Are you doing those kinds of things? It's about brand, not direct call to action. Direct call to action is momentary. Brand is long-term. Which one would you rather have? Okay, I, I don't know how many times I've said it, guys. Like, Watch what I'm doing, not what I'm just saying. Okay, Watch what I'm doing. It's about brand. Okay, Another thing you can do. On Facebook, you can start using your lead ads. So lead ads are a lot different than the ones where you create an ad, you click on it, it goes to a landing page. Lead ads now are where they click on whatever it is that you're offering, and a pop-up box comes up that has their information auto-filled because Facebook has that information, um, and it makes it much easier. It's one touch. Why do you think that uh, uh, places like Amazon went to one-click one shopping where it's easy, nice and easy? Click it, done. You're through the shopping cart. Awesome. Like, we need to be looking at that, too. How do we make it easier? And Facebook's making that easier. So maybe we don't get as much traction off of Facebook, but we can actually increase the conversion, the number of people who click and then go through by using things like lead ads because it already has their email and their phone number and everything, and it'll auto-populate the forms and just say, confirm, is this the information you want to use? So we got to start doing stuff like that. Okay, so one, use custom audiences. Two, create more engagement um, intentionally for your audiences, okay? Um... Three, mix it up and do brand marketing, not just direct call to action. Four, use lead ads. And the fifth one, and this is very important, don't give up, okay? We'll figure this out. We're all in this together, and great marketers figure it out. And then once they switch, the marketers figure it out again. And then once they figure it out, they switch. What you need to make the decision to do here is not to be always coming from behind, always getting involved too late. Great marketers always figure out how to, quote-unquote, game the system in the sense that they get a better result than everybody else. And rest assured, we will figure that out. You will figure that out if you stick with it. But I promise you, you will never figure it out if every time things get difficult and every time they change something and every time you get frustrated and every time you stop. Because here's what I also know. If you stop, look around your area, look at your competitors, regardless of what industry you're in. 97 out of 100 people are going to give up, okay? And if you're the three that don't, you will ultimately win because you were willing to take on the frustration, right? You're willing to take on just how frustrating it is trying to get through things and the changes and all those kinds of things, but you have to commit to doing that. I mean, just look at when I just talked about custom audiences, how many of you listening right now ever created a custom audience and retargeted and marketed to that custom audience? Not a lot of you. It's been available this whole time. And that should just reassure you that just because something's available doesn't mean we're all using it. But if you're willing to take the extra steps to do the tough work and do the things that aren't normal, aren't easy, you'll ultimately separate yourself from everybody else in your market. And with what's going on with Facebook right now, it's the beginning of that for all the other places too. And you're going to have to decide right now if you're somebody who sits on the sideline, were you just good at Facebook ads when they were easy? Or are you a great marketer? Okay. And so that's the place that a lot of ourselves are going to find ourselves. And I hope you'll make the right decision. 
Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a few things that I'd like you to do. Subscribe, share this with someone you know that you think would also benefit from it. Leave a review on the platform that you're listening on. And do me a favor, go over to connectwithjared.com. Connect on all the platforms I'm on, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, all these places. And do me a favor, leave me a message. Let me know what you enjoyed about the episode. And more importantly, let me know what you'd also like to hear about moving forward. 